This would probably happen very often to many people, but I feel like sharing my experience. To put things into context, this was a few years ago. I was 19, and I'm female, and living abroad in the UK for work, fun, and travel. I lived in a smaller city, and walking around the city at night was quite common. I always used to be more naive and trusting than I am now. It felt relatively safe for me and my friends to go out and then walk home from the bar or club where we were at. Sometimes we would get stupidly drunk and not remember half the stuff we did, let alone how we got home. I know. Very responsible. Anyway, one night I was out with some friends at a bar in the center of the city. I wasn't really feeling it, and I only had a couple of drinks, so I decided to leave early on my own. I walked out of the front doors to begin my walk home, which was only about a 10-15 minute walk. There were many people milling about in the street directly outside of the bar because it was only around 11 to 12 a.m. when this thing really kicked off. Among the people, one man stood out to me. He was around 40 to 50 years old and casually dressed, but he was just staring at me. He started walking after me and I just thought he might be walking the same way as me. No problem. I could hear him walk behind me and he started calling out to me. Hey, how are you? Hey, girl, come here. I politely said hi. Yep, good, and thanks, and hurried up my pace. He kept up the antics, and I just ignored him from then. He kept picking up his pace and getting really close to me, and at times he would reach out to me and try to grab me. I would run a few meters and a couple of times said, Hey, please stop. Leave me alone. There's still a few people around us, so I didn't feel too much in danger. Just very uncomfortable, as you can imagine. I'm also a very shy and polite person, so I didn't want to cause a scene. We reached another busier stretch of the street where there was a McDonald's, so I veered off and went in, pretending I was going to order something. I felt safe in there since there were security guards and the place was packed with drunk teenagers and late-night fast-fooders. I gave it around 10 to 15 minutes and thought he definitely would have buggered off by now. I left and then a couple of minutes later, further along my route, the same man popped out of a side street. This area was much more isolated and there were hardly any cars and no people about. He crossed the road, walking at an angle straight towards me. Once again, he was walking directly behind me and started shouting at me. Look at me, girl. Hey, come here, talk to me. And grabbing at me. I ignored him and ran across to the opposite side of the street. The man disappeared shortly after that. About five minutes had passed, and I was only a short distance from my house. I could almost see it. A car approached me from behind, passed me, and then did a U-turn and drove back in my direction. And then suddenly pulled into a driveway right in front of me cutting me off, and the car door opened, and it was the same man. He got out and was grabbing for me, telling me I had to come home with him. I freaked the absolute fuck out, and shouted, No! Get away from me! Perfectly timed. A taxi was coming down the road, and when he noticed the taxi, I took the chance to run off up the street, and towards home. I heard him shout at me, then shortly after I heard the door shut, and the car drove off in the opposite direction. I ran the rest of the way home in tears. I don't like to think what would have happened if I had more to drink or if the taxi hadn't appeared when it did. I couldn't tell if he was just a drunk older man being creepy or someone with more calculator sinister plans. Anyway, man who followed me home, let's not meet again. My mother used to work at a retirement home as a caregiver. My dad was responsible for picking her up at the end of her shift at 12.30am. By the way, this was in the 80s, so no cell phones. My parents didn't have a house phone because they were renting a garage converted into a studio. Anyways, one night after my mother ended her shift, she waited outside for my dad like usual. 99% of the time, he was already there, so she thought it was weird. She sat on a bench outside and after 15 minutes, she started to get worried. She was thinking that maybe he got into a car accident and was stopped by a cop. 
The house was a good 20 minute walk, but there was a shortcut in a neighborhood area. The retirement home was located on a busy road. My mom decided she was going to start to walk home. She started walking home with the plan of taking the shortcut. She said she knew it wasn't a good idea, but she wasn't scared. She was really nervous for my dad and decided she just wanted to be home as soon as possible. Never in the five years working there did my dad skip out on her, so she knew something wasn't right. As soon as she turns into the neighborhood, she gets a feeling to not go in, but she ignored it because her mind was too focused on my dad. The shortcut was probably like a 10 minute walk, so she wasn't too worried about it. She was walking very fast, almost jogging. My mother noticed a guy approaching in the distance. He looked normal, no red flags. He was wearing light blue jeans, white sneakers, and a red shirt. As they pass each other, he gives my mother a smile, and my mom does the same. She keeps walking, and not even a minute later, hears footsteps behind her. She turned and saw the same guy walking in her direction now. She said her body turned cold and her heart started beating fast. At this point, she's only five minutes away from home. She starts contemplating whether or not to run. As soon as she turns into her block, she takes off running. Immediately, she hears footsteps chasing behind her. She can hear them getting closer. She realizes that she's not going to make it home. She runs into someone's backyard. She sees a kid's playhouse and gets inside. She's breathing really heavy and her legs are shaking uncontrollably. She hears walking around the backyard. My mom is covering her mouth as she's praying not to be found. She hears the guy out of breath and spitting. All of a sudden, my mom hears music in the distance in a car. She hears the car pull up to the driveway. Then she hears the guy jumping the fence into someone else's house. She stays hiding in the playhouse, afraid to move. The people in the car get down. She hears what happened to be a teenage voice talking and laughing. As soon as it's quiet again, she runs home. She said she got home so fast that she can't remember how she got there. She starts knocking at the door and checking her pockets for the keys. My dad opened the door and she threw herself inside and locked the door. My dad looks at her with wide eyes and asks what's wrong. She starts screaming at him and asks where he was. He tells her he fell asleep. My mom broke down and started crying. My dad started asking her what happened and she tells him everything and my dad runs out the door. My mom is so overwhelmed that she doesn't even bother stopping him. He comes back 15 minutes later and asks my mom if the guy was wearing a red shirt. My mom said he was. He tells her that a guy was looking behind cars. Apparently my dad right away realized who it was and started chasing after him. The guy took off running as my dad screamed how he was going to fuck him up. My dad said the guy jumped two fences before he lost sight of him. After this happened, my mom decided she was going to learn to drive. She tried learning in the past, but always got too nervous. In a way, she said she's glad this happened to her. She became more independent and in her words, stopped being so stupid. I'm a short 29-year-old woman, and I work in a pub, so I often get out of work quite late. I never wear my headphones when headed home at night, so this particular night was no different than usual. Alarm set, doors locked and checked, said goodbye to my colleague, and then we went on our separate ways to get home. I usually cross a grocery store car park to get home, and that night something struck me as odd. There were a couple of cars parked there, which is normal, but something just felt off. I looked over my shoulder and clocked a guy in a hat walking a distance behind me. This wasn't weird, but I decided to keep an eye on him nonetheless. I exited the car park in the main road that I lived off of, but still had a good mile or so to go before I reached my flat. I checked over my shoulder again, and sure enough, this guy was walking the same direction as me. The distance between us was starting to close, so I decided to cross the road. I usually did at this point anyway. Looking over my shoulder, I was able to not only look for traffic coming, 
but I was also able to keep an eye on him. I crossed the road and didn't bother to look back for a few minutes, assuming that he stayed on the other side, but I began to hear footsteps approaching. I glanced over my shoulder and saw this guy was about 20 feet behind me. I had a soft drink and a glass bottle in my bag and figuring I was overreacting, but better safe than sorry. I stuck my hand into my bag and gripped the bottle. Another 45 seconds and this guy was close enough to touch me, but he slows to my pace and says, Hello, how are you? I ignore him and don't respond. I long ago gave up on pretenses of being polite if I felt uncomfortable. A stranger's feelings matter less than my feeling of safety in any given situation, but he persists in talking to me. Hi, are you going to work? No. Are you going home? Yes. Do you live in this direction? I just looked at him. He tried again. Do you live off this road? Where do you live? Do you live close by? I didn't respond and slowed my pace, letting him walk on. I was still gripping the glass bottle, ready to hit him with it if he tried anything. He tried to slow down so I would catch up with him, but I slowed down so much that I was barely walking. He was maybe 300 yards away at this point and simply stopped and turned around, watching me and waiting for me to catch up with him. I reached into my pocket with my free hand and tried my phone. Of course, of course my phone was dead. I figured it would last the walk home, but the dodgy battery had other ideas. Surprisingly though, I wasn't afraid. He had started walking again, but still quite slowly. He looked over his shoulder again after another minute, and I seized the opportunity. There was a path to a block of flats that was obscured by tall hedges, so I leapt behind them. I waited for nearly 10 minutes, never letting go of that bottle the whole time. I peeked around the hedges to make sure he was there. I peeked behind bins and bus stops to make sure he wasn't hiding and waiting. But as far as I can tell, I had lost him. Maybe he didn't mean anything by this, but if you suspect a woman is afraid of you and she's walking alone at night, don't speak to her. It will not help. Especially don't ask her where she lives repeatedly. I wasn't drunk. I did not appear to be drunk or in need of any help. I was just walking home as I normally would. I am, however, inclined to believe he had bad intentions. I would rather be too cautious than not, and this subreddit has definitely taught me how to do that. So creepy dude who seemed to be following me home. Fuck off, and let's never meet. It was a cloudy day in either October or early November. I had to stay an hour late at school so I could finish working on an art project. I didn't have the supplies at home to work on it, unfortunately. There weren't any buses that ran that time at school, so I would have to walk. It wasn't a big deal because I normally walked home from school alone anyway. It was only a mile walk to my house, and although the tree leaves were already starting to change color with the declining temperatures, it wasn't that point in the year where it would get dark at 4.30pm yet. Plus, I enjoyed the walk. I would always bring my beloved MP3 player, this was 2007 by the way, since I was a 14 year old girl. I had no regard for my hearing and how messed up the world is. I would have both earbuds in listening to music at almost if not full blast. Better yet, I didn't have a cell phone. At my high school, the last bell rang at 3.30pm. I got all my stuff from my locker and used a friend's cell phone to call my mom to let her know I was going to be an hour late, and went to the art room. I worked on my project until 4.30pm, and I put away my supplies, gathered my things, and with my earbuds in, I walked out of the back door of the school and started trudging home. For the first half of the walk, it was perfectly fine. It wasn't until I got to my subdivision that things started to take a terrifying turn. I had this bad habit of not being aware of my surroundings. While walking, I would get this tunnel vision and sort of zone out. Luckily, I happened to glance to my left, and there was a gray SUV right next to me, 
crawling along to match my walking speed. My stomach dropped and I started to get very nervous. I paused my music and I was about to book it when the man inside started to roll down his passenger window. He shouted in a panicked voice, Wait, wait, I I'm sorry I scared you. I wanted to make sure you knew that creep was following you, and he was close. The man in the SUV gestured to my direction where I was walking from, and there indeed was another man who was within arm's reach to me. It seemed he had just turned around and started speed walking away from me. He had a beige trench coat, and it looked like he had a black hoodie on underneath it. The hood was up, so I couldn't see what the back of his head looked like. He also had black leather gloves on. I started panicking, and I didn't know what to do. I was still about a half a mile away from home. While that might not seem like a huge distance, there's a lot of time for that situation to go even further south. The man said he would offer to give me a ride, but he said he didn't want me to think he was a creep too. He offered to follow me in his SUV to make sure I made it home since he didn't have a cell phone. I didn't get a bad vibe from him, but at this point I was scared of almost anyone. Besides, what if he was Trenchcoat Guy's partner? Plus, I didn't want him to know where I lived. Call it paranoia, but that was reasonably my mindset at the time. I politely declined the offer, and he said he understood. He urged me to be careful and drove off. I started to sprint home at this point, obviously without loud music blaring in my ears. On my way home, nothing else scary happened, even though it felt like it could at any second. I didn't see Trenchcoat Guy, or SUV Guy, and hopefully they didn't see me. I crossed paths with a girl walking home from middle school that was about a block away from my house, and I gave her a description of the two men and told her to keep an eye out and be careful. Finally, at about a quarter to 6pm, I made it home. This taught me a valuable lesson on why it's important to be aware of your surroundings and how messed up people can be. I never walked home from school again, unless if I had a friend with me. <laughs>